Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, we travel to the Midwest. I got a lot of love for Midwest hardcore. I always credit Antonio from Spine for us being here today, because I swear to you, if he would have turned me down to do the podcast or if the podcast would have gone horrible, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. So I got a lot of love for Antonio. I respect him. I love all the bands that he's doing. And I was just really happy that he was gracious with his time. And I feel like that's what led us here today, doing this weekly with so many awesome people. It still trips me out. Like I still can't get over the fact that every week people are willing to give me a gracious amount of time and come on here and just talk to me about random stuff, hardcore, Disney, current events. It's seriously so awesome. And I'm so appreciative of it. And this week we had on Evan and Anjit from MH Chaos, and they also play in other bands, but they were super awesome, fun to talk to. I was really happy to be able to reach out to them and talk to them about MH Chaos and the other bands that they're playing in. And <laughs> I don't know what got into Entree, but he just started dropping all sorts of news, which I thought was awesome. And I even say it on the podcast, I, I never go searching for breaking news or just, uh, you know, new stuff that hasn't been announced yet, but he was more than willing to share. So I was willing to um, listen. So I, I don't ask for that stuff, but I welcome it. That's what I always tell everybody. So it was pretty awesome for him to share some cool things about what they have going on in the future. And seriously, I love Midwest hardcore and they got a lot of cool bands coming out of there right now. So I was just stoked to reach out and talk to Evan and Anshit. And I was really happy to hear about the band and all the cool stuff that they have going on. And I hope everybody out there is still staying safe. We'll get through this. So please, without further ado, welcome Evan and Anshit to the podcast. podcast you guys want to introduce yourselves yeah man cool uh my name is evan i play bass in mh chaos i'm Anchit. i play guitar in mh chaos and then also we got tj also on guitar and dave on vocals and alex also known as beaver on drums hell yeah so i first heard about you guys um uh when you guys did the split i, I saw a lot of people posting it on twitter the split that you guys did with invoke and I was like, all right, this is this is cool. New music um, for me coming out of Chicago. And then I saw you guys were on the flyer for Unity Fest 2. And I, I was like curious, how did, does like a newer band get on um, like an LA Fest? And I, I was just like, wow. I was like, they just, because like you guys were on it like shortly after you put out that split. So like, I, I was like really surprised because you guys popped up like, you know, on my Twitter. And it was just like one of those things, like I you know saw you there and then I just started seeing you guys everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, getting to play Unity Fest was awesome. Like, that was, like, we were lucky to be able to be brought up over to California, like, not even have been playing too many shows and not playing out too much. But, like, just, like, having a few friends out there definitely helped us out getting out there, which was awesome. And fucking Unity Fest was awesome. Yeah, that shit was real cool. Uh, Shout out to Unity as well. Like, they uh, had us come out. 
was just a really good time. Mm. Like, just fun the entire weekend, both days. It was like, it's mad funny. Like, people were tweeting, like, it was cool because it was like hardcore kids, skinhead kids, punk heads, like, beating the shit out of each other straight. Like, that's just what it was the whole weekend. It was like, <laughs> just super fun. Everyone having a really good time. Yeah. It's, it's definitely cool to see um, the different communities all come together for you know that one fest uh so i, I was definitely stoked to see you guys on it how'd you guys enjoy your um, time down in california did you, did you guys play any other shows or did you guys just play that one and then fly home no nah, we we just played the one but like uh we've got a bunch of friends out there like our friends uh carlos like plays in a band frostbite i don't know if you know that band at all yeah from LA. Um, yeah. frostbite so like we have a lot of friends out there so it was a good time like we got to chill with all of them um basically just have like a nice long weekend chill play some music hang out with everybody and yeah. like obviously like california has good weed so it was a good time for us yeah smoked a lot of weed and was and then, that was your guys, uh, first time in california playing as mh chaos yeah yeah okay. that was our first time in like our first time on the west coast and i mean we've only played indiana and wisconsin honestly besides that and then florida recently okay were you and guys, then that's about it. Were you guys all like nervous at all to fly all the way out? You know, newer band, never been to California. Um, I mean, I feel like maybe like nerves are always there. Um, some of us at MH Chaos now, we used to play in a band called Bitter Thoughts, mm-hmm. and um, we've been out to California a few times, and which has been awesome. Like fucking California has always been like some of the most surreal shows and most fun shows that we've fucking been to and played. And like being back in that environment was awesome. And I mean, playing for like a new band, yeah, definitely it feels like a new, like you definitely get these nerves and it's just like a new, a whole new thing and which is cool. But it definitely, it definitely feels like a new, it always feels like a new, like we're doing this for the, for the first time, which is all, I feel like that's, you yeah, know, that's the cool shit. For sure. Oh, okay. And uh, I was curious about that split. Uh, I see you're wearing the, the shirt of the album cover, which I think is pretty awesome. Um, uh, how did that split come together? Yeah. So we uh, we ended up playing a show with them. They actually asked us to be on a show. It was a toy drive show that uh, was put on, like, what, two? Yeah, like two years. I guess, like, two years yeah. ago now. But we played with them, and, like, it was an awesome show. It was like us, them, uh, Magnitude, which obviously like that band is like the band right now. And for an obvious reason, like the band's killing it. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to Invoke too. Um, but yeah, we kind of like just got to talking. We've all been like fans of each other's music. And then like kind of just bullshitting with uh, Heath and got talking about doing a split and then kind of texted about it back and forth and kind of got it going yeah. from there. It's kind of like fucking ass at the merch table. We're just like, yo, you guys want to do a split? Uh, yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah <it was laughs> like we barely, like we met him that day. That's then, sick. I, I've definitely yeah. uh, been put in a weird situation before where I, I had somebody ask me to kind of be like the middleman between trying to get a split together, and oh, yeah. that was just really awkward. I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll I'll ask if they want to do a split with you guys, but um, I don't know what's gonna happen. And it was just such a weird situation to be in. I was like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. I I don't want to have to try to you know broker a deal like that, especially. Um, if I don't, I completely know like both parties like super well, it was just kind of like, Hey, like 
I know you know these guys. Can you just like hit them up for us? And I was like, ah, oh, sure. I was like, I'll I'll do it, but I uh, just I don't blame me if they don't want to do it. Like just no yeah. guarantees. Yeah, it, it was so strange, and I, I never want to be in that situation again because it was just so awkward having to ask, especially since like I'm like just kind of like just kind of coming out of nowhere. Like, hey, do you want to do a split with this band that you probably don't even know? Damn. Fuck. Yeah, I hope you know we. That's cool that we all wanted to do this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely glad that you guys were able to get it out because uh, that's how I first heard about you guys. And I, I thought the split was awesome. So shout out to yeah, Invoke. So much. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. So today, uh, I'm not sure if you guys um, seen it or um, been following the news, but Sound and Fury announced that they were you know, having to pull the plug on the fest. Yeah. Which definitely sucks because like, for me, like that's my local fest. And that was, I'm sorry. No, it's, it, it, it's, you know, it's all good. Like, it sucks, but I didn't want it to happen because, like, a, a lot of us, like me and all my close friends out here, we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed because it was um, booked at a time where we were so close. Maybe, like, by the time July hits, that this whole pandemic wouldn't be as bad as it is now because things are slowly getting yeah. better. So we're like, okay, it, it's like right there at this, like, you know, kind of like sweet spot where, like, it could be possible. But then yeah. they posted the news today, like, hey, uh, you know, there's no way we could throw a fest under these like conditions. Like, we have to pull the plug. And that was only a bummer. And I know you guys went through a similar experience with the Rumble having to get postponed. And I, I was just curious, like, what your thoughts are on that stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a huge bummer. Like, for us, the Rumble, like you said, with Sound of Fury, like that's our hometown fest. Uh, it's like for us the best two days of the year, always. Like it's always mad fun, always the best bands. Shane, John, Taylor, like they work their asses off every year to bring like all these bands to the Midwest. Um, you know, which is like for like the longest time was like a flyover state or whatever. But, uh, you know, like Shane has been booking shows in Chicago for, you know, forever. So, um, to not have that this year after having it the last couple years and being pretty spoiled with it is definitely a bummer, especially like being able to play again and like with bands like, you know, like King Nine, the killers coming back, like which a lot of people thought would never happen. A lot of people are always like asking for the killer. So everyone's looking forward to that. But, uh, you know, we'll have to maintain and hold out. Yeah. And stay positive. Like this shit's going to happen, right? Like eventually. So I think, you know, it, it sucks, but like hopefully some positive can come out of it. Like new music being written or trying to find new ways to fucking just do this shit. And I, I'm sure the landscape of it all will be different by the time, you know, shit does like there is a show that does happen. You know, I wonder like what the first show back is going to fucking be like. Maybe it already happened. I don't know. In someone's basement. No one fucking talked about it. Which could be pretty fucking cool. I don't know. Yeah, it's super but. secret. Um, looking at the flyer for the Rumble for, for the past couple of years, it, it was definitely cool to see your guys' name on there. I definitely like when uh, these fests take notice and actually know what's going on in the current scene and are willing to put on newer bands. So the fact that they put you guys on for the past couple of years, I, I, th I thought that was sick. So shout out to the Rumble. Mm. Yeah, shout out to you know Shane, always fucking supporting us, like always putting us on shows that like that come through, and also shout out to Bob, um, 
like for putting us on FYA because he, he didn't know any of us, like, which is pretty fucking crazy. He didn't know who the fuck we were, like who we were personally, but he heard of us. And so like we can always like thank him for that shit. Yeah, for real. It was like he just like DM'd us on Instagram and it was like the most like the most random message. And I like was like, uh yeah, I'll have to uh I'll ask everybody, but I'm sure like everyone's down. I don't even think I asked everyone, like, text him, like, the next day. I was like, yeah, we're good. And then didn't even check with anybody. <laughs> but <laughs> Was that the first time you guys played in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. Any band, any time. That was the first time. That's And crazy. any hardcore show okay. in Florida, which was, like, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I, that was my second time going to a, a hardcore show in Florida. Cause the first time was a couple months prior. I went to the point of contact commitment release uh, show, the record release show. I was like randomly there on vacation and I hit up a buddy and he picked me up and took me down to Tampa for that. And then the second time ever was the yeah, effort FYA, which was really awesome. Like I, I have nothing but positive things to say about that fest. So shout out to Bob and Lennon yeah. and everybody who worked on the fest and I like, see I, I didn't know that about you guys and Bob your guys' relationship I didn't know that you guys didn't know each other I just assumed that um, you know people had some sort of like you know uh, relationship with him uh, mm. but, but it, it goes to show that you know he's awesome yeah. and in tune with what's currently going on in hardcore so for him to reach yes. out to you guys yes. and um, ask you guys to play the fest I, I thought was awesome and you guys have said uh, went over well I, I was there and i actually rewatched it on, on youtube like earlier today so yeah thank you thank you that's a, thank you so much and can you guys talk about what your experience was like down there um at, at fya for the first time yeah yeah like to be honest like we all were like kind of talking about before we got down there like, we had no idea what to expect like obviously we haven't really played too much outside of chicago yet um but like you know, we got down there and like the just like the whole the whole vibe is really fucking cool. Like not to say other fests aren't, but like everything was just real cool. Like everyone was chilling. And then like our set just like I mean it was like fucking surreal, dude. Like I just remember like looking up and just like kids killing each yeah, other. Yeah. Like, do you see like Joe Hardcore in the back moshing with a fucking broken hand? Like just like everyone Man. going nuts. Like that's like that's all we've ever wanted. Like is just mm. to kind of put on for Chicago and just like have people go off. So yeah. like it was nuts for real. Like that shit was probably I don't know, that was the coolest show I've ever played for sure. That shit was fucking nuts. Absolutely. And we didn't expect that react I mean, yeah, we just didn't expect it, honestly. Like like looking up and seeing how many people like knew the words or were moshing the whole time, like it was pretty cool. Yeah, th that fest was like pretty interesting for me to to go there for the first time and not really knowing what to expect. And a lot or like I think the majority of the bands, like everybody got a good reaction. But when I say good reaction, like kids were participating, like kids were actually singing along, knowing the words kids were moving like it, um, even though um, you look at like the the pictures, whatever, and, and you might see that horseshoe and think that um, that's kind of lame or whack. But like yeah. when the band sure. were playing like kids were going yeah. off like for every band. Yeah, that and was that was cool. That's yeah, our sure. ideal fucking thing. Like people fucking going crazy and felt like that's what it was, which yeah, we're fucking yeah. so grateful. I don't for know. That. I just feel like FYA like to me was like the perfect embodiment of hardcore. Like just a bunch of like psycho ass kids going off for every single band and every single band had like an amazing set. Like yeah. there wasn't one bad set. Yeah. Like the whole time. Like it was just nuts. And so sick. 
and for FYI, they always have a good variety of hardcore. It's not just like one subgenre that they kind of like lean heavy on. I, I feel like they cover like all aspects of hardcore. And I, I think that's like, you know, pretty awesome and brave of them to do. And then for them to be able to pull it off and for kids to actually show up and show out and have a good time. I, I think it was just like a really like awesome memory for me to like look back on like my first time at FYA. And I'm definitely looking forward to, to more. And I, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but uh, we were talking about like how crazy would it be if the next fest to happen is FYA to have the whole year, the whole calendar year, every fest get canceled. And then by the time we get back to January, everything's like, you know, greenlit. OK, to have, you know, shows fest again and FYA yeah. comes back around. I, I was just talking to somebody just just like talking about how crazy that would be and how weird it would be to just kind of show up and be like, wow, we were here a year ago. And there's literally been not another fest that went down. Yeah, for sure. I tell you though, like FYA would for sure like that would be my go-to for a show back. <laughs> it would be that should be cool. Yeah, I, I definitely like you know feel so stupid for waiting so long to get out there because uh, now I'm, I'm just like I'm locked in. I'm like all right, FYA, that's like on my calendar. Like I'm I'm going you know, oh, yeah. here on out. Yeah. Like, you know, as long as like you know nothing's holding me back, like I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's like the same for us too. Like we all had like such a good time. Like regardless if we play or not, like that is like that shit was just so much fun. Yeah, we'd love to go back. Like yeah, shout out, love. shout out to like Tampa, Florida hardcore in general too. Like they got so much shit going on between like plead your case and like all that shit going on down there. They have a really fucking cool thing going on. So yeah, shout out to you guys for real, and like shout out to Bob again. Like things he's doing down there are fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Okay, so uh, how long have you guys um, been in Chicago? Because like I, I know I'm Evan. You told me that you kind of moved around. So can you guys tell me how you guys ended up where you're at right now? Yeah, so uh, I was born and raised in a city called Binghamton, New York. It's like an hour south of Syracuse, hour north of like Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. Um, so I like grew up there, went to high school there. I went to college in Syracuse. And like I say, college very loosely. It's a community college, uh-huh. and basically my like my loans just paid for tattoos and going to shows because it's a fucking irresponsible teenager. But uh, so I lived in Syracuse for like two years and hung out out there. I was like real lucky. It's like pretty much the prime of like the Reaper Records era. So that was really cool. Um, and then I ended up moving out to Chicago about five years ago. I've been here, yeah, five years ago actually like two weeks ago, April 26th or something like that. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. Yeah. And we fucking, we met Evan through Bitter Thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh, me, TJ, and Beaver, we played in a band called Bitter Thoughts. And um, we came up in the scene around here since we were young. Um, and we met through other bands that we were in when we were young. And um, we've always loved, you know, just playing in a fucking band and, love hardcore and love Chicago hardcore especially and it's like what we grew up on and um I mean that it's just like what we do everything based on um we met a lot of our friends just like people we looked up to like um no zodiac the OG no zodiac Mm -hmm. that's a band that we definitely looked up to growing up um Daniel Bond he was you know inspirational to us in many ways and getting to meet him eventually going to shows and seeing all the bands that he did and with 
like all that group of friends and getting to be in that group of friends eventually, you know, it's been, you know, just like a privilege and starting a lot of bands amongst us. It's been a great time and, and eventually to go back to Evan, you know, we met through Bitter Thoughts and Sinkhole. We were going to do a tour, <laughs> but a, sadly didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, so like when I lived in Binghamton, I was in this band called Sinkhole, uh, like some of my friends I grew up with around there. And we we're supposed to actually do like a week tour with Bitter Thoughts. And like two weeks before the tour, my drummer uh, had a really bad drum problem and ended up selling his drums uh, for money <laughs> for drugs. So we ended up not doing the tour. Uh, so it's always been like kind of a joke since then, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a, a goofy story. That's uh, crazy. But we, we remain friends. But like, yeah, like, but like, yeah, we always remain friends. Like when I lived in Syracuse, I met, uh, we had like the new year's day show out there and uh Warhound from Chicago, like drove overnight just to play a one-off show, like the infamous Syracuse new year's day show. And I met them there and kind of became friends with uh, like this dude, John, who's like actually in another band with Anshit called Sector. Okay. Um, so he's a Warhound, uh, Malintent. And uh, so I like, you know, kind of became friends with them and then like eventually met more people through through them and like met Anshit and like Better Thoughts and stuff like that. So that's kind of how we like bridge the gap, how I ended mm-hmm. up out here eventually. And I, there was always an idea to start a band and eventually it just happened. And um, we have like a practice spot. We had a practice spot. It's called uh, 1648. That was like the number of this. It was on like a 16th Street. And we started a lot. A lot of music was actually fucking made in that in that room, which is cool. And they eventually fucking uh, tearing down the building to make it for like apartments or some shit. But um, eventually we just started chilling in the spot and started MH. And um, just kept, we just wanted to start a band like that of music that we all loved. And we were all on the same page about it, which was, I mean, we all like different shit, but we like the same shit at the same time, which has been awesome. Okay. Uh, so a couple things about um, what you guys just talked about. You're the drummer who sold his kit for drugs. Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah actually yeah i think he's he's good now he lives in like colorado and has a kid and like a girlfriend so from like what i understand he's like so i haven't talked to him in a couple years mm-hmm. but uh i'm sure he's doing cool but like yeah shout out to all the old sinkhole members wherever you're whatever you're doing that's crazy uh, so i have a buddy who lives in syracuse uh and i had no idea that he was in uh warhound uh Till we became closer, like he came out to California for he like played Time Fury and like we went to Disneyland and we we're just like talking about music, and he mentioned, I, yeah, uh, yeah, Tom, and he like mentioned yeah, he was in Tom. Warhound and I was like tripping out because um, the only person I, I knew in um, Warhound was uh, Rondell. Do you guys remember him? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I only knew him because he's from California, so like I, yeah. I used to I see him all the time at shows. We used to hang out, and um, he moved uh, and started that band in Chicago, and when I started hanging out with Tom. He told me he was in Warhound. Like, my mind was just blown. I'm like, holy shit, how did I never know that? Because I saw them when they played Sound and Fury that one year, which was, like, pretty insane. They got, like, like a wild reaction, especially for yeah. being, like, one of, like, the earlier bands. 
Um, so I, I was just curious, like for like um, that time, uh, them being active in Chicago, like were kids pretty perceptive about that band? Were, were kids into them? Do you remember? Uh, to Warhound in in general? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at that time, like in Chicago, I mean, they were our main band. Like we fucking, uh, I mean, fuck, I I loved, you know, I mean, Warhound even started with uh, a different singer at first and they were like a almost like a power violence band which is pretty cool and they um eventually got john on vocals and fuck man i mean like the like call of the hounds and return of the hard style i mean i mean i love that shit like that shit and Colin ever i mean yeah I mean, that yeah we, we all love that shit you know i mean some shit went down you know it's whatever you know yeah, yeah. Uh, time, time moves on was whatever you know he's just like move on to new shit and it's just like I mean so other people move on we just keep doing what we do we stay where we are and that's it I mean you know that's it <laughs> so I, I think it's pretty fair to say that uh, like Ch- Chicago is like uh, pretty known for like the the heavier bands that um, come out of your guys's area and when I listen to um, your band MH Chaos I'm like okay like this only sounds like it's from Chicago which, which like isn't a bad thing I, I think it's awesome I feel like you guys like cultivated like that um, heavier sound I, I'm really into the vocals can you guys talk about um, your guys's process on creating the band and what kind of sound you guys wanted to create yeah um, so like I don't know if you ever listen to Bitter Thoughts, but like Bitter Thoughts like has a little bit of like more of like New York hardcore influence, and like Bitter Thoughts is like one of my favorite bands. Like straight up, like even when I lived in New York, like straight up love the band. Uh, but so like we're all into like a lot of like older New York hardcore bands, a lot of like Queen stuff too, like Denied, uh, Everybody Gets Hurt, New York shit too. You know, like Bulldoze, Billy Club, Sandwich, like those bands. We all kind of like share that similar interest and in like wanted to kind of start a band like that and like our boy Davey's like we've all been really good friends for a long time and like Davey actually did vocals on uh one of the Warhound the Warhound LP it on, like, sounds on the songs. great it sounded we loved sick it. we loved it and, and like yeah like we loved it and I mean it's crazy because eventually he ended up not doing something that sounded exactly what he did in that song but we fucking the way he did what he did fuck i mean we loved it like it was like fucking awesome man. yeah like it's like for davy like he's always like put on for all the bands in the area but never always. was like in a band and like we all kind of just started like jamming and stuff and like uh you know like we're like we gotta have like davy you gotta do this like you're perfect for it like mm. you know davy loves like bulldoze sheer terror neglect shit like that and like his vocal style is like similar to that so like I don't know. It's just like all of us like being best friends and like sharing that common interest, like between the music, like they grew up in on here and like me in upstate New York or whatever, like just all the influences together kind of made like the band, like we didn't want to imitate anybody, but kind of have like some of those influences shine through. Absolutely. And I'm not sure if you guys uh, heard that new uh, tsunami track that dropped today. Oh yeah, yeah, man! Awesome. Shout out tsunami, real bass shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I saw that and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm, I'm having some members of MH Chaos on today, and I was like, that's um, pretty interesting timing that that dropped. But awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that song's fucking badass. It's fucking, it's sick, dude. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I feel like that band's like pretty interesting because they've literally only played one show, but they have like so much like, attention on them. Like so many people ride for that band, and I I love what they're doing. Like, uh, you know, 
th their Twitter is awesome to follow and all the merch <laughs> they put out and even the music solid. Like I, I don't care like if, if people like, um, you know, don't like what they're doing, but I, I, I genuinely enjoy the music and like watching that video from their first show is just seeing how wild it was. I'm like, shit, like I can't wait to see that band live. Yeah, dude, that yeah, video is so fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I think it's cool that you guys actually watch that. Because, like, for me, like, um, I, I know, like, uh, I have some friends, like, from the Bay. like, And I've had, like, a lot of um, people from bands up there on the podcast. So uh, to hear, like, people like you guys, like, out there from Chicago watching, like, Tsunami said. Because they're not, like, the biggest band. Um, but the fact that they have people like you guys out there watching their, their like, set from the first show, I, I think is awesome. They're actually, dude, like, I mean, through hands of God, like, we love them. Like, they came to Chicago, like, fucking, we actually, Bitter Thoughts did, like, a short tour with Bad Times Crew. Okay. And, um, Like, and we played, like, a show, a few shows with them and Silver Hammer. And, I mean, we knew some of them, you know, and it was fucking awesome to see them do Hands of God. Because, like, fuck, when we heard Hands of God, we were like, what the fuck? Like, and Bad Times Crew was fucking awesome as well. Like, we loved that. And we love them. Like they were go like hanging out with them was fucking awesome. And yeah, all those dudes are real cool. Like Theo, Jeff, uh, Mike Dirt. Okay. Yeah. All those guys, they're like Benny. Like all those dudes are mad cool. Like the bands are sick. And like I mean, from out here, like the scene, like what they're doing out in the bay right now. Like obviously, we want to get out there too. Like they have a really cool scene out there. All those bands are sick. Like Gulch, Hands of God. You know, like all those bands are just killing it right now too. So. Shout out to the Bay. Fuck yeah. And people. you mentioned uh, briefly, uh, you know, Chicago used to be like a flyover state. And I, I think it's pretty crazy because when I first started taking this podcast serious, like the first like actual guest, like somebody from a band that I had on was um, Antonio from Spine. And he, he, yeah. he, he shared that similar like uh, sentiment. Um, you know, Midwest, the hardcore gets overlooked. And then I, I kind of like fast forward to where I'm at now. And it's just like, I feel like there's like a lot of attention on the Midwest. Like a lot of awesome bands are coming out of there and have been coming from out of there. But I, I just feel like more people are paying attention. Uh, do, you think that, do you guys think that's fair to say? Do you guys feel like um, you're not like that kind of flyover state anymore? Like people are actually showing no. respect? Yeah, luckily, I think it's changed. And I think it has its like spurts. And like, I mean, there's times that it's so amazing and sometimes maybe not but i think maybe it always is and it, it i mean it's special to what it is like there's always been i feel like there's always been bands in chicago consistently like the killer weekend nachos mm -hmm. Home's Play, and like all them that all the fucking bands that they did in their in their lineage and i mean they, they did it for a long time and they, and consistently which has been awesome and i feel like it's been cool that i feel like a new breed has also started beyond that mm -hmm. and and it, it, I, I hope to say that that it's us and like our, our group of friends and it, it's different but yet the same and we we love we love and respect who, who them and we try to be and it, it's all one scene obviously just one i mean fuck yeah this is just one one fucking scene but um i i i've I, hopefully you know, people do fuck with what we do around here and they like what we do, you know, but we do love is we love Chicago. Yeah, it's like honestly, like Andre going to say better, like we do this shit for like for Chicago, like keep it going at this point. Like, I mean, I think all of us like we're in a band together and all of us have been friends for so long because we all like 
think that way. Like we all want like to continue to like spread hardcore positively and like keep it going. Like, right. Like that's what everyone before us has done. That's like our responsibility as well. So it's like for us, like, I don't know, everything we do, we do for like Chicago and like for, for like our friend Dan, like who uh, passed away, like everything we do is for them pretty much just like, cause that's it. Like without them, we wouldn't be shit. Like we wouldn't have shows around here. So like just the biggest thing for us is putting on for Chicago. Yeah. I, I think that's really important. I always preach about how the, the youth of hardcore is, is always important. And like, we always got to kind of just like prop up the next generation and not kind of hold people back because that's not really going to you know get us anywhere. If like, if, if we're the last and there's nobody after us, like that's going to be shitty. And yeah, so it, it, it's really important. And I, I like what you guys are saying because I look at Chicago and I try my best to like, you know, have on bands like newer bands from your guys' area to you know try to uh, help them out and spread more awareness um for the newer yep. bands like you know like I, i've had on uh you know bugging uh bugging out or kind of I, I can't i'm not used to the new name bugging not bugging out uh like you know life's question bow vice and now i'm now i can say i've had on members of mh chaos on so like i definitely like what you guys are doing and uh, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Like, I, I'm out here just trying to yeah, do my best. Awesome. Thank, sure. thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just out here trying to uh, let everybody know, like, what I'm into and just try to, you know, because uh, it's hard to keep up with, like, all music because there's so much shit coming out, like, left and right. Yeah. And uh, for the things that I'm into and the things that people put me on to, because I'm always open to the suggestions to check out bands, newer bands, whatever. And if I like it, like, I, I, I you know, mm. want to have people on the podcast and just talk to people, obviously they're in bands we obviously share similar interests when it comes to hardcore and i, I just want to talk to cool people and just put it out there yeah for sure man like like this is badass like um it's funny like i was listening to your podcast early in the week like the one with keith and he said like he was saying like going to shows is only like 10 percent of it and like that kind of resonated with me right like yeah cool like going to shows and supporting the scene is sick but like if you just do a little bit more like it's gonna help the scene so much more like like for the longest time in Chicago, I was just going to shows. Like I helped book a few shows out here. And then like the next step for me, like I just want to like, like be in a band and like kind of contribute as well. And like, I think that's like the same for any of us, like our buddy Julian, like he wanted to be in a band. We started this other band grounds of execution. Uh, like shot Julian, like destined to burn records. Like, um, he helped, he put out our first demo. Yeah. He put out our first demo. So like, but like, he's like, I was saying with Keith, like, you know, start, make a zine, do like a little label, like, um, do like set up a little like swap at shows, start a band. Like, dude, I'm, I'm not that great of a musician. I, I bought a new bass. Like Ancha writes a lot of the stuff, like Ancha and TJ will write stuff and they teach it to me. Like, like any like younger kid listening to this shit, like just go buy like a shitty cheap guitar, grab like three or four of your friends and just start like fucking around. Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hardcore. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be fucking perfect as long as it's you guys like doing shit actively and like putting on for your friends and just doing like having fun. Like I feel like sometimes kids get caught up in trying to like look cool on the internet and like all this bullshit about like, like sharing, like what's cool. Like, oh, or like those tweets that you might see like, Oh, if you do this. Like that's not hardcore. Like, or like all those annoying ass TikToks lately. Like it's not about that shit. Like start a band, start a zine. Like, do it. Do what you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I tell everybody when I started this podcast, this is all like by chance. Like I have all this equipment because I was streaming myself playing video games on Twitch. And I, I got to a certain point at Twitch, uh, you know, I, I got to like the affiliate level and I was like, all right, cool. Like I reached like one of my goals and then I just kind of like got lazy and just stopped doing it. And I'm like obsessed with podcasts. I, I listen to podcasts like yeah. all week. And one night I just had this idea like, huh, I should probably try to do it. Like I have like a nice microphone and I could just get a program and just try to figure it out and maybe turn it into a thing. So like I spent like a lot of time just like kind of teaching myself just by watching like YouTube videos and watching stuff on Reddit. And if you go back to my first episode, which isn't on like my actual like feed, it's on like SoundCloud. It's like so crappy. Like my first 20 episodes are like shit. And uh, it took me a while to get the hang of it. And I'm still learning. Like I, I still like go and try to figure out how I can like improve what I'm doing either by like you know mixing it a different way or still getting new equipment so yeah like i i think if people want to do more they should just try it and not be afraid and, and yeah like not everything's going to be the best quality right away you got to kind of just like let that shit happen it, it does take time uh, you know rome wasn't built in a day so people just yeah like if, if you want to do more than your 10 percent, like you should and just uh you know do it for the right reasons and you know and then you'll start seeing results like if, if you do it because you want to get popular be cool or whatever like people see right through that shit but if you're doing it because you have like a genuine love and passion for it that's the shit that people recognize and gravitate towards that's what i find out like through doing this because yeah, like, yeah exactly like most of the time the, the weak will weed themselves out and you know the rest will fall along at some point, I guess. But yeah, yeah. yeah thank you, like for yeah, for doing like this, this shit too. Like this is this is like I love shit like this because it's cool to like hear from like different people in the scene, like from different areas and like different bands and shit. Like mm. and like the fact that you're just trying to put on new bands too, like that's huge. Like yeah, for real. It's like, like thank you for exposing like other people to new bands. Like it's like hey five six like he. Like the same, like lit, like it's awesome. Like starting a zine and like, thank you for giving us like an outlet yeah. to speak about who we are and and what we do and 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 meet you. Like this has been awesome and hopefully, hopefully when we see you out there, yeah, like, or we can hang out. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm never looking forward to that. And like I. I I never know who's actually down to do this because I, I I still reach out you know personally to people through like DMs or like email or whatever. And uh, when I was talking to Shane from Fire in the Blood, and he was like, "Hey, like uh, you should have my buddy Evan on. Like I, I think he'd be like a great person to have on." And I was like, "Dude, I'm down." Because like I, I I've known about you guys. I just wasn't sure if anybody from your guys's band would have like been willing to come on. And like I didn't know anybody, or well, I didn't know that I knew somebody that knew you guys. Like I, I just thought we had no like mutual friends, so that's why like I wasn't able to like you know reach out. So when Shane hit me up, I was like super down right away, and like I was stoked that you guys were down to do it. So like yeah, like thank you for being down. Yeah, man, shout out shout out to Shane and Fire in the Blood too. I've known Shane for like a long time. He's a good buddy of mine. But uh, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm glad we could set it up, especially through him of all people. Yeah, that's awesome. I I trip out because I never knew um, Binghamton was that close to Wilkes Barre. It's oh all- yeah, it's like I'm like I I mean sometimes you could get there in like forty five minutes, but usually it's like an hour and you're like there like so like it was sick like I moved back to Binghamton from Syracuse before I moved out here like me and a couple friends would just like bomb around like upstate New York or like the city or Philly or Wilkes Barre like was really spoiled to be going to like shows at Redwood Art Space and like and Nanakoke and like all those shows like just insane shows that were going on at the time and I actually like 
it's funny, I met Shane because he was handing out uh, CDs with our buddy James for James Band Menace. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. I think Shane might have talked about them on the podcast, but they're from, like, central Pennsylvania, like Williamsport. And, like, I met them at a show of all places, like, handing out CDs and actually, like, didn't really think anything of it. And then we went to, like, this gas station called Sheets, and they were in there. And I was like, oh, like, I just popped a CD in my car. Like, this shit's sick. And we got to talking and ended up, like, exchanging information and, like, would just, like, meet up at shows in Wilkes-Barre. And then eventually, like, my old band played with Menace, like, a couple times, too. So, I don't know. It's cool, man. Hardcore is such a cool thing because, like, you just, like, meet people all the time, like, all over the place. And it's just, like, people, like, like, I met Shane in 2011, like, 2011 or 2012. So, like, been friends now for, like, eight, nine years um and it's just because like hardcore like i've known Han shit like the same time like probably like eight years now just because of this shit like yeah he's like one of my best friends like yeah <laughs> like all these all the people i like hang out with out here too like i don't know so yeah I, it, so. It's, you know you don't expect to meet who you meet and be you know chill with who you chill with, you know <laughs> it's just like but it's great it's like a, i feel like he's such a random thing like such a random thing just like yeah. it's cool growing up i, I never yeah. realized how important a hardcore is going to be like in my life like I, when i was first exposed to it i knew that i was into it like right away wanted to you know try to absorb as much as i could like from the scene just like trying to figure out like you know all the bands i was like trying to play catch up when i was like 14 years old and uh 2002 yeah. and uh so yeah, so I I just love hardcore and everything that it's like you know brought me in my life, but um earlier you guys I briefly mentioned um your other band uh, Grounds of Execution, uh, yeah, is that like a just like a part time thing or do you guys plan yeah. to take it more serious? I mean we we try to do I mean fuck I mean we gotta fucking practice <laughs> we, yeah, never, we never even practice the song we wrote the songs like in the studio <laughs> in our room but like I mean it was fucked up it was just like another one of those things like. Like we want to start another band with like our boy Julian, so we just kind of like started yeah. writing some shit and did that. Yeah. And like we're glad to do some shit with him, and he did yeah. another project recently called In for the Kill. It's pretty dope. Fucking hard as hell. If anyone was listening, should fucking check that shit out on Bandcamp. Sick. That's a, a quarantine band. Yeah, <laughs> fucking freshly made. That's wild. And have you guys been, uh, you know, staying busy during this whole quarantine? Shit, man, I've been I've been working. I work at for Amazon, so like I've been working nonstop, but like just trying to chill. Been spending a lot of time with my girlfriend <laughs> and like the animals. Animals are driving me fucking insane, but like just chilling, man. And then like also, you know, not to snitch on us, but like breaking quarantine and chilling here and there, you know. <laughs> Yo, and also like anyone who wants to like snitch on their neighbors for like going outside and enjoying shit with their families, fuck you. I seen that shit. That's whack. Yeah, the <laughs> the, uh, the mayor yeah. of LA was like giving out, um, you know, uh, prizes yeah. or, or not prizes. He's actually giving out money. There's like cash rewards if you're going yeah. out there and actually snitching on so, people. I, like, I don't live in California, obviously. Like, we've got a lot of friends that live out there. And, like, uh -huh. dude, I feel so bad for y'all because I feel like between like the governor of California and the mayor of LA, like they get so like they get like a boner to like punish you guys like any chance they get. Like, I don't know. That's just what it seems like to me. Like, they, like, love having, like, a grip on you guys. 
Yeah, it sucks, man. But I mean, Illinois is kind of the same way too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I was telling people the like a couple weekends ago, my buddy and I shout out Garrett. Like we hang out like at, like at least like once a week just to, just to get out of the house, just to try to like uh, stay sane. Because like I'm, I'm I'm like a homebody. Like I, I could stay home all day. Like like where are you guys? Because like I'm, we're on uh, you know video call right now. Like uh, where I'm sitting right now is like I could be here forever. Like. Uh, at my setup, you know, playing like Final Fantasy 14 forever, not have to set foot outside, okay. but um, but it's nice to go outside and you know, get some fresh air. So like my, my buddy Garrett and I will hang out like at least like once a week just to you know uh, just grab some food or whatever. And during those crazy protests at the beach, I don't know if you guys saw that like out here and because I, I I live in Orange County, so there's like all these crazy protests happening in Huntington Beach. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Garrett and I went down there to, to check it out just because we were curious. It's like 20 minutes from where we live and it, it was definitely pretty wild to see so many people out there protesting like wanting like everything to reopen and we witnessed like some restaurants that actually reopened and like cops raiding them and shutting them down it, it was like like such a surreal experience I mean, it literally felt like we were in a movie just like walking walking down the sidewalk of like the main road and just seeing like one restaurant getting shut down but then another one like you know full of people just sitting down eating food which, which like you know, a couple months ago, you wouldn't even bat an eye. You see a, a full restaurant, but now it's just like holy shit! Like, yeah. is that actually happening? Damn. Yeah, man. It's like that's just wild. Like, I at this point, I'm just like so sick of hearing about all the shit because there's like so much like misinformation and like just like conflicting shit and just like I don't know. Wow, the shit just is like weird. But like, man. obviously, like that that type of shit is just like. I understand wanting people to stay safe, but like, do like going in and like raiding restaurants and like arresting people for being outside. Like, I I get it, but at the same time, it's like, oh, it's 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 just uncomfortable. I guess you know what I mean. Like, yeah. this is not it's not it's not normal. And then everyone says like this whole new normal shit. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Really, at the end of the day, like I'm just. I try to stay as positive as possible because I want to yeah. go to a goddamn show. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Just been like just trying to stay positive and you know, hope you know, hope for the best for everybody. You know, and like you know, it's it's a sad thing for some people. You know, people are affected, which sucks. But in some situations, hopefully on the music side, to make positives out of it. Um and, and write music. I was able to record some uh, some shit with the rest of the sector. We did some shit like remotely, like Serge, who I play in a band with. He plays drums. Um, he fucking recorded drums on his own, like chilling at the spot. And then he sent it to me and I bought some recording shit and recorded guitars real quick. And then we came up with like two songs. And then we uh, just like, I, I know we like decided we were talking with Alfred Justice and we're gonna put out a split with them here pretty soon. Um, that that'll be coming out pretty soon. And we started writing some new MH songs. Which, speaking of which, we're gonna do a, a new song here pretty soon. I mean, we started recording it like on our own before we hit like like actually record it. Um, it's written and it's gonna be on a compilation through From Within Records. Uh, the one scene Unicom. There's a lot of fucking awesome bands on oh, this yeah. shit. Like every yeah. band, so cool. Shout out to Carter from Within. Man, like fucking just shout like thank you. Yeah, him, shout man. out to Carter. Shout it's, out to From Within, your new favorite hardcore label. For real, for real. dude. He's fucking. <laughs> Yo, like drop cool that, shit. Crutch, that crutch reissue yeah, tape. That's that, what the fuck, dude? So cool, man. That's so cool that Crutch did that. 
with them, like yeah. so cool. But yeah, dude, that comp for sure, like Hangman, Hands of God, like yeah, it's some, a fucking some good, amazing, some good ass bands on that comp is gonna be real good. Yeah. It'll be cool. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I had no idea you played in Sector. I'm not like tripping out yeah. right now. That sector's pretty much like Andre's baby, to be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> nah, I would say that. Well, well, dude, it's you, all of us. <laughs> Serge, John, Justin. You're so down that you went out and bought recording equipment. Like, did you even know what you were doing when you bought that stuff? Or you're, were you just that down? Uh, you're like, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I just bought this like little thing just to plug in my guitar, and then like I would like piece together drums and just write random shit. Or I mean, Serge, fucking, you know, he was a huge motivating factor in doing a lot of that. So like he, I mean, he recorded like ten fucking drums tracks. I mean, gave some work to do for sure. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was pretty self-explanatory. Like recording with bands in the past. I mean, just seeing how other people do it. I mean, I mean it, it is kind of easy, but not kind of. I mean, shit's hard as fuck. Like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but um, <laughs> but it's been cool. Uh. But yeah, it, it it's been a nice nice outlet recently. And you mentioned that split with um, Out for Justice. Uh, this is like news to me. Is that like announced anywhere else? You guys have like a time frame? Oh, uh, not really announced anywhere. <laughs> oh, so, so if it's breaking news. It, yeah. oh, breaking news. <laughs> we appreciate the breaking news on the podcast. It, it, it happens from time to time, and I always <laughs> I, I always like to say that I don't ask for it, but I welcome it. So so thank you for that. Oh uh, yeah. Hell yeah. That's sick. Hell yeah. Um, God, and I totally lost my train of thought because I was going to ask you about something, but now I'm tripping out on that I'm split. Because seeing Out for Justice at FYA, I was like, this is this is a treat. This is something that yeah, uh, doesn't dude, happen that's so often. Sick. Yeah, that was, that was a wild set. So shout out to Out for Justice. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Sick, fuck it. I mean, yeah, they're fucking great, man. And Mind Force is great. Bro, Sanction yeah, he- is great. <laughs> any yeah. band with Jay from Mind Force is the front man. I will, I will watch. I don't care if they play like a two hour long set. I'll watch that shit. That dude is yeah. probably the best. He's my favorite front man in hardcore for sure. And then like my old band Cinco actually we played a couple shows with his old band Living Laser like okay. here and there around like upstate New York. Uh-huh. That band was sick too. It was like more. They're like more like punk, but they were fucking sick too. And like I saw them in like a small ass bar with like I think it was full of hell okay. and like. Dude, Jay was like jumping off of fucking pool tables and shit. It was so sick. That's wild. So, I, I was like, Sound of Fury, I think it had been last year. So yeah, so, so last year at Sound of Fury, I was like standing in the lobby, just kind of like uh, just taking a break from being around like a million people. And I see Jay like walking across the lobby. And, and at this point, I'd never talked to him before. So, I, I kind of like I stopped him in the hallway and I was like, yo, like, shout out to like Living Laser. Like, I, I love Mind Force, but I just want to let you know, like, I knew about Living Laser. I thought that band was fucking sick. Oh, yeah. So, hearing you talk about that band, like, that, that's fucking awesome. Cause yeah, they're, man, they're I have like all their, all their records. Like, every time I play with them, I would like try and buy some shit because I like that band was really cool. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. That's Yo, actually, too, I think uh, Jay had another band called Elevate. He played drums yeah, in. Grounds of York. Execution is based yeah, off one of that, their songs. Like, we took Grounds of Execution. It was, like, actually a song by this band Elevate that Jay was in. And it was, like, a heavier, like, beatdown band. Like, that shit's really cool. So, like, mm-hmm. anyone who's into heavier shit, look it up on YouTube. Like, I think it's, like, you type in, like, Elevate Orange County, New York Hardcore. Like, that shit's so hard and like shout out to malone from billy club he put me onto that shit like a year ago and it's 
that shit's so good for real. That's cool. No one, I don't even think a lot of people know about it, but for sure, listen to it. All if right. you like heavy shit, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Does Jay know about um, you guys kind of making that band from Elevate? I'm, um, I'm not well, sure. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I mean, he, he fucking, which was cool. Like, after we played that MHK, I said, he said, he said he dug it. I mean, like, it's pretty fucking cool. I mean, like. Yeah, that shit was cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see people fucking you know, like this shit. You know, we didn't expect it, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, like, crazy that people, like, really are, fu- like, fuck with MH that much. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, like, we definitely, like, we definitely appreciate it because, like, all, like I said, like, we just, we're just doing this shit to have, like, fun as friends and, like, for Chicago. So, like, for people to, like, outside of Chicago to, like, show us love, like, at FYA and, like, Unity Fest and, like, all these places, like, like it definitely doesn't go unappreciated. Like, it's, it's like, the coolest shit to us. So, like, shout out to everyone who, like, has supported us or booked us. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to people that talk shit about us, too, like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen too much, but I know there's a couple cats that – don't like Dave because he's got a full time job. Oh. The uh, infamous lamb goat bulletin boards. <laughs> oh. Rest in peace. Those things are gone now. Yeah, I feel like a lot of cats are bummed about that not being anonymous anymore. But oh, that's I, all right. I know kids are wild and out. Like my favorite thing was uh, when uh, you know the, the article was written about a person. I, I just love seeing the comments. Uh, you know, somebody commenting as the person that the article is written about. There's like, oh, it's so and so here, and then they would just spat just like bullshit. I was like, oh my god, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's just. But, it's just wild. Yeah, but then piss piss on the grave of the lamb goat comments. But I feel, <laughs> but like I, I kind of feel that's like what Twitter is now, but not as reckless because obviously like you know some yeah, like most accounts funny. like like yeah. people's like identities tied to it. So like obviously people aren't gonna speak as reckless. But I like even today like I was just reading like just like a bunch of like or like a bunch of like random like weird bullshit. I was like God damn this is like sometimes like I hate this app, but then there's other days where. I'll just like you know come across like the most random meme that I think is genius that I would never think of, and I'm like, okay, this is why I keep this out because like the random shit that like you know brings me joy. I just kind of have to like you know like weave my way through all the bullshit and not really let it like affect me mentally, just because I I just like you know gotta realize like okay, like obviously like when they like a, a platform has like so many like different users, obviously there's gonna be like some idiots. So I'm just like, all right, this just comes with the territory. Yeah, there's definitely some days where, like, I'll open up Twitter and just, like, have to not open it for, like, a day or two just because it's so obnoxious. But... Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. Like, that's where I get, like, my news first. Like, I'll, I'll go check Twitter to see, like, you know, the things that I'm into to see, like, you know, the latest stuff. Because news travels so fast these days, especially... I feel like things hit Twitter first before they actually start hitting, like, you know, the actual websites. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right with that too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The internet's fucking. The internet's like a necessary evil. I feel like, especially right now, <laughs> like when everyone's kind of stuck inside. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely agree. I uh, love and hate the internet because sometimes it's nice. Like when I'm like I I go on vacation and I'm not sitting there on my phone wondering like what like you know who's posting what i, I just kind of like to kind of just not really pay too much attention and just kind of like live in the moment because i'm like all right like i'm here and it's temporary but like when i'm at home i feel like it's like a, a different story yeah definitely absolutely okay <clears throat> so before the, the whole like pandemic um mh did you guys have any like you know big plans to 
play any other places, any tours that you can talk about now? Um, nothing. I mean, we had some shit planned, but I mean, I, I think I think it'll still happen here pretty soon. Yeah, uh, like, uh, but we'll see. Like, I, I'm maybe nah, 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 I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Like, I mean, I mean, we got nothing. No, no plans to go anywhere exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll we, see. I don't we know. Have, okay. We had some cool shit like pre-pandemic. Like we had obviously like the Rumble. Yeah, some shit got canceled. Yeah, the Rumble, uh, Brick by Brick Fest, which like Shane puts on with uh, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Shout out Glenn. Yeah, so, like they just posted about postponing that. So like, you know that. And there's like a couple like other shows like here and there that we had. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to like play in Ohio, and then we had some other stuff that we didn't announce yet but we're gonna try and figure that shit out too so like once it once everything opens back up and shit like that uh definitely expect to see mh around yeah. some places for sure yeah we just want to play places we never played before around this and just hang out and just see different scenes and fucking mosh and chill yeah and do you guys have any because you guys um saw like some bands did live streams was that anything or like some you guys ever thought about doing? Yeah, I don't think so. Like it's cool that bands are doing it. Like the year of the knife one was real fucking cool. We yeah. shot the year of the knife and Sonny Code, Code for Orange. doing that shit. The Code Orange one. Oh, the fucking that shit was yeah, amazing. That shit's cool for it. Like you know that shit is cool, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't, maybe like I'm doing a music video could be cool. Yeah, you know whatever the fuck you know, whatever we could do. I mean, but I'm I'm glad we could at least write. And try, you know, write some shit. You know, yeah. It, it's been, it's, it's been all right. <laughs> yes. I, I wish yeah. more bands would do music videos, uh, and I understand it's it's like a lot of work. Because uh, like I I did like a like a a video podcast uh, like for episode one hundred, and just to try to organize that was like you know hard enough so i, I can't even imagine trying to do like a full-on like music video shoot that lasts like all day but yeah. but I, I feel like if, if i was in a band like that's something that i, I would like want to do because i feel like i i love watching yeah. music videos because like I, I i sit on youtube and I'll, I'll get in like a rabbit hole and i'll go and like you know for the bands that do have music videos i'll go and like rewatch like a bunch of like my favorite ones or i'll just go watch live sets so i oh yeah i, I, feel, like the I feel like they did it all the time i mean they still do yeah we I feel like this should be our initiative to fucking make a video. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely like something we want to do too, especially right. like involving a lot of like the kids around Chicago and shit too. Mm-hmm. Cause like like Chicago, like for us, like we're all like real close, so like so, I don't know. We just want to like like I said, like the whole point of MH, we just want to put on for Chicago. So like I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll probably get something going. Our friend Ali like does really insane video work and yeah he's awesome. he actually did a video for like a video for a, all Sector. of Anjit's other band like um yeah yeah he did like a video for sector and then he did like a video for all three songs of the mountain tent yeah. uh shit that Anjit's also in like that video is really fucking cool too yeah so so i think it's definitely a possibility yeah for sure a possibility yeah. and then like always like Anjit said too like have a new track for the compilation coming up soon and like still writing some more shit. So we're definitely not trying to take like the quarantine shit for granted and try to bring something new to everybody soon. And the new stuff for MH, is that going to be a a full length or like an EP? 
Um, I mean, yeah, we're, I think we're gonna try to like do like full length. Hopefully, I mean, after this song and try. I mean, we'll yeah. see what we can do. We're not. I don't think like with us for writing, like we never like really try and force shit. So like, I I feel like we'll just try and write like aim for an LP if we're not like quite hitting it. Like we don't want to just put out like songs to put out songs either. Like mm-hmm. we want to put out stuff that we like and that like mm. you know. Shout out to Joe Hardcore. He, yeah, shout out to Joe too. Like whatever it is next, like we are. It's uh, gonna be with him. Gonna be with him and uh, yeah. Oh, wait, not wait. sure what it'll be. Does, does he have a record label that I'm not aware of? Uh, he's <laughs> gonna be starting a record label from uh, with Richie from uh, Wisdom and Chains. Okay. Is I mean, it's gonna happen eventually. Okay. Like, are, 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 are like they're gonna start a new label. Are you guys? And, oh, oh, wait, <laughs> I don't want to get you guys in trouble. Is this okay that you guys are saying this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Actually, totally cool. You like mentioned on like the post American podcast with like Richie and uh, Mad Joe. So, but yeah, like shout out to Joe Hardcore for real. Like uh, he was like talking to us a bunch after FYA and like mm-hmm. showed us a lot of love, which is like really cool and surreal. Especially like going to like this is hardcore for so many years and just like seeing yeah. all the like all he does for you know for philly and yeah. for like hardcore in general like everyone goes to this is hardcore like it's one of the most fun weekends of the year you know so like yeah. shout out to him and like shout out to him for giving us an opportunity and like believing in us mm-hmm. real yeah. cool with that no yeah i i, I owe him a, a, a lot because i i reached out to him and before he was on the podcast like you know i didn't know him like we never talked but uh, he was down to come on the podcast and he came on the podcast. It was a great episode. And I, I feel like after that came out, like a lot more people kind of took what I was doing, like a little more serious because I talked to some people behind the scenes. I'm like, yo, like I got Joe Hardcore, like he's coming on. And for some weird reason, people didn't believe me. They thought I was lying. But I was like, all right, whatever. Just wait till the episode comes out. So for him to you know take the time to come on my podcast and just like you know tell all these like awesome stories and just talk about like what was going on at the time in hardcore like I like really appreciate so like I seriously like I, I owe him like a lot because um, yeah he, he came cool. on and like a lot more people started like respecting like what I was doing so I, I I love Joe Hardcore too like anytime he's on a podcast I'll go and like check it out and hear what he has to say and just like yeah talking to him oh, yeah. is awesome yeah, like, he's got like the best fucking stories for yeah. sure yeah Hilarious. and what i like about him is like like i'm just kind of like steering the conversation and because he loves talking which i love so it, it makes like you know me doing an, a podcast with him like so much easier oh yeah yeah so okay so hell yeah like i'm, I'm definitely stoked to hear that stuff about mh and definitely looking forward to hearing the new music hey. um but i'm curious about the the, the name of the band and uh, is that from that that gum the government operation from like back in the day? Is that it, where the name comes from? It was yeah, it, it came from, you know, the CIA operation and okay. you know that I mean the idea of it for us is just like, you know, we we come from different fucking backgrounds and we are who we are and you know it who our area is Chicago, but you know, we try to try to fucking represent like everyone and like everywhere and you know we fucking love every type of hardcore out there like in in the whole fucking world you know there's so many fucking great bands in every place in the whole fucking world and um just like bringing that fucking shit to your own hometown you know that's what we want to do yeah and we want to bring our shit to everybody and we want to like see their shit <laughs> like i guess i don't know yeah if but you like, can't rep your own town you're, you're yeah a dude bitch, like when man. we like 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but like, uh, like, like we were saying earlier with FYA, dude. Like, we looked up and like all these kids we've never met before, just like smacking the shit out of each other. Like, that's that's like that's our shit. Like, that's what we want to see. Like, we're bringing Chicago to you guys, and we want to see like you guys react. Like, let's see what you guys bring. And that shit was like mm-hmm. that shit's just cool as hell. Like. Florida's got some monsters, by right. the way. Yeah, it's inspirational <laughs> to see other yeah uh, other places too. Shout out Dalton 3D Deep with that madman mosh. Fuck yeah, you guys. 3D nuts. Deep. That new yeah, record's amazing. 3D Deep. That record's fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely like when people are, are, are proud of where they're from. So like when bands you know rep where they're from, I I, I always think that's awesome because I'm always curious about other scenes. I, I and I, I don't know what it is like ever since I've gotten into hardware, like I've always just been so interested in like what's going on in all these other different cities because when I got into it, uh, just hearing about, you know, like at the time, like, you know, old like New York hardcore and then like Boston hardcore and then even like discovering like what LA hardcore, Orange County hardcore was. It's, it's always just like so, yeah. so fascinating to me that like you know this thing that i love is like going on in so many other different places and it's like you know like a little different like it, just depending on like where you're at but like we all kind of share like the same core values exactly and it's like you'll always hear like from like if say like someone a band from california goes and plays a show in boston like you'll hear all about like what happened at that show in boston like you know what i mean like people still talk to this day like um you know, a couple of years ago in Billy Club Sandwich played the Rumble, like we hung out with them the day after and uh, Malone was like telling us like crazy ass stories from like Castle Heights days in Queens with like all those bands like and it's just like every like every area has like these crazy shows and each like different kind of style like I mean, you know, like every different state like all kids mosh differently, the music's different so it's just like that's the coolest shit and like you got to rep for your town. Like, don't, you can't ever take that scene for granted. Like if it's small and you guys have two bands, like you can't take that shit for granted. Cause like, look where we're at now. Like I'd fucking kill somebody for sure right now. Honestly, like I miss that shit. So like, don't ever take that shit for granted. Like you should always be putting on for your city. And like, another thing too is like protect that shit with your life. Like you got to take care of it. You have to nourish it. I'm not saying like bully people or cancel them, but like, police you've seen like keep the bullshit out of it and just make sure it's hardcore that's it growing up so right now i'm in orange county i I grew up in the palm springs area and i i feel like i was in an interesting spot because our scene at the time was like really small and i i I always credit my buddy steve kibble he uh, like when i was in high school he was older so i I felt like he was like way more like knowledgeable because he was like in like one of like the earliest hardcore bands from out there that that i can remember this band called marshmallow forest fire but he worked really hard and like would book shows and like if like not enough people showed up he was literally paying bands out of his own pocket just to you know keep those good relationships and like you know have bands to want to come back and Mm -hmm. and just over the years like um, you know uh, just seeing it kind of slowly like fade out to the point now where there's not even like a scene going on like there's like shows don't happen down there like bands don't uh, go down there it's like really rare and if it does happen it's like like one-offs and so it's it's, like not consistent so like it it was definitely like a bummer for me uh, when i moved away and i just kind of saw like what was going on down there like fade away because like i had so many great memories there mm-hmm. like you know in my teenage years my early years of hardcore and like even like some of the bands that, that, that talk about that played down there it's just like insane to think about that those bands um back then 
uh, even like knew about our area. But, you know, fast forward to here, I, I moved to Orange County, I'm older, uh, you know, I actually make money versus back then. So like, I, I literally try my best to you know do what I can to you know keep like Orange County hardcore alive and just talk about it and help prop up the bands that are popping up out here and just try to, you know, like keep it going. Cause yeah, just, like in Southern California, yeah. Like we're, we're, we're spoiled. We're near LA, San Diego shows and tours happen here all the time. But yeah. I, I, I don't take that for granted. Cause like, look at where the it's situation now where, you know, for the whole community like a show hasn't happened so it's like these things aren't guaranteed and yeah we, we got to do our part to keep it going and actually take this serious and not just yeah. you know, kind of pawn it off to like the, the the next person to take care of it yeah yeah definitely i can relate to that too like with binghamton like when i first started going to shows when i was like 14 ish like there are a lot of like crazy ass shows like this my buddy jesse was booking like just crazy bands from the city so you like line of scrimmage like um you know, Billy Club Sandwich came up and played Brookside, um, just like all these like older like beatdown bands from New York, and then like CDC would play a lot. So like, just this one dude would book a lot of shows, but like when he stopped booking shows, shows kind of like fizzled out because you have one dude booking all the shows, like putting all his own money into it and stuff. Like he's the same way, like pay out of his pocket for everything, and then like he can only do so much, and then it kind of fizzled out, and then popped. It started like coming back, like me and him would like book a few shows here and there. And then me and my old friend Colin started booking shows. And then I moved out to Chicago. He was keeping stuff going there for a while. And I kind of like fizzled out again because they lost their venue. But like, again, kind of going back to like, you can't take it for granted. Like you people have to like put in work. Like if it's just one dude booking shows and that dude starts stops booking shows and like your whole scene basically kind of is at a loss. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I hope like, you know, we can kind of like you know since we have like so much like free time now i, I hope people can kind of realize that yeah like this thing isn't like you know guaranteed we gotta just continue to do our part to support the scene and uh, you know just keep it going because like something like this you know could put an end to it if people are just going to be lazy and not want to do their part so uh, I'm, I'm stoked that you know you guys and uh, are, are doing your band and i you know everybody else that's like you know doing stuff for hardcore like obviously like we appreciate the the 10 percent, but everybody that's doing more and like you know working hard to, to keep this shit going constantly like i i, I respect that dude thank you yeah, we respect like, you yeah, for to, really having us on this us. shit thank you like thank you for letting us do this and speak about who we are we appreciate you greatly yeah, yeah. for real yeah no problem uh likewise i i, I appreciate you guys uh, appreciate everything that you're doing and didn't realize you guys were like in so many bands and it's something cool to hear that uh, you're both so involved in what's going on out there in Chicago uh, uh, seeing that you know I like enjoy paying attention to like love a lot of bands that come out from that area so so it's cool to see that Chicago has cool bands consistently coming out yeah man for sure if you're anytime you're ever out here you come off with the rumble or anything like yeah. hit us up dude let like, us know let us know all right. And like anyone else who's like listening to like if you guys are curious about the rumble or like anything like come out to Chicago like have a good ass time with us for real like the rumble's fun as hell. All right. Well, before we sign off, is there anything you guys want to shout out or plug? Um, just I mean, shit. Shout out to all our friends. Shout out to Chicago yeah. hardcore. Shout out to the Bay Area, yeah. Southern California. You know, Daniel all, Bond. Yeah, Daniel Bond. Uh, 
From Within Records. <laughs> from Within Records, Joe Hardcore, Bob Wilson, yeah. all the bands Cruelty. that we've been fucked with. Yeah, Cruelty Blind from Side, the Surge of Fury. Right. How, much, how, how long do we get for thank yous? Can we keep going? Or? Yeah, no. I, I was waiting until you guys finished. Yeah, you guys want to like, keep well, going. Everyone who like supports us, for real. Like, our family, everybody yeah, who's in family. the room with us right now. Yeah, we like our girlfriends, our girlfriends, our, our boy Julian, boys, my brother. Out. My brother, he got me in the hardcore and the shit. So thank you to him. Um, yeah, again, like all the bands that we've played with and shit too. Like, of course, like everybody invoke for the split. Yeah. All those, you know everybody. I don't know, man. There's too many people. Like shout out, shout uh, out hardcore in general. All right. Well, seriously, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I, I greatly appreciate it. It was really fun talking to you guys, and thanks for dropping that that news. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be stoked to hear that stuff from you guys. And seriously, I, I appreciate it. Shout out Chicago. Shout out the Midwest. Always great talking to people from out there. And thank seriously, you. thank you guys again. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. For thank real. you, Jamie. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of the JMRK podcast. Always on top. <laughs> <laughs>